Greetings, everybody. I am Straight Jacket Jim. And I'm Natty. Hello. Hello. How are we all tonight? Welcome to the Goa Weekly Show. Dan and Pete on holidays from their radio gig still. So, um, yeah, we're here to entertain you for the next sort of 40 minutes, half an hour, or however long we feel like talking for. Oh, I like that. I, yeah. I do I do think we do need to be called the, uh, the one team. I Is do. Is that what you were saying before? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think we need to, like, you know, have we'll have... The one team, which is us, and the A team, which is Pete. So we can still be, you know, the top level tier. No B teams or team number twos, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, no, oh, it's okay. a big week, I think. Yeah, it's, lots, oh, lots of like big news coming mm. out this week, which is, you know, sometimes good, sometimes bad. I think uh, it depends on your perspective on, yeah. <laughs> on the news. Mm. Oh, I, think we, we, so, I think we should take the uh, the view that all news is good news, sort of like the publicity thing where all publicity is good publicity. You know? Oh, I totally disagree yeah, with that. Yeah. So, so <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there is definitely some bad play, pa, pa, publicity. Publicity. Oh but, my goodness. Yeah, but uh, oh no, yeah, this is once again. It's been a big week, so I just mm. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so um, let's get started. Let's talk about the Nintendo Switch OLED model. So this one yeah. dropped last night, and I didn't know it, well, apart from some, probably some of the major places that got press releases, um, which I think we actually did. I think Nico was saying we got a press release for this one, but um, we it dropped probably about 10 o'clock Perth time, just as I was getting ready to go to bed, and I thought, oh, I have to get in on this, see what's going on, and... It's um a little bit underwhelming, if we're being honest, with the offerings there. Yeah, yeah. I um I have a word for when Nintendo disappoints me, and it's Nintendo. Nintendo. Yep. It's it's because one of my friends once got a um a cartridge off of eBay. He was trying to get it, his hands on a game. He got the cartridge off of eBay, and it arrived in this box that had Nintendo on it, and the cartridge had Nintendo printed on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it's just the disappointment in Nintendo that I feel we all have at times. Yeah, Nintendo going to do what Nintendo. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Like, so, uh, I don't know if you uh, want to run through the specs, mm. Jim, and we can kind of break it down from there. So the video that, that they released last night, um, highlight, there was four th- four key things that they pointed out, and probably by far what I would call, if not the biggest, one of the biggest two things for this, the specs for the, the OLED switch, and that's the screen so it's now a seven inch screen as opposed to a 6.2 inch screen that the og switch has and it's an oled screen obviously being an oled model um i mean i mean that puts it above average so that's good it does but as lots of people have rightly pointed out vita did it first um yes (laughs) but but yeah it's good it's good to see that's that screen getting an upgrade i think because like and i will admit that i don't actually take my switch out of its stock all that much i'm oh, normally playing really? yeah and normally it's sitting in the dock and i'm playing tv with it so or on the oh, tv man. so i'm i'm like 99 percent of the time handheld it, i'm held up in bed playing games mm. yeah um i think I, I tried to play it once and it was when i was driving um catching the bus to work and i thought oh there's 40 minutes on the bus and it's one bus pretty much all the way from where I am to work. This would be a good time to sit down and play games. And I tried a few times, but I was just being bumped around by the bus so much that I just went, 
Nah, this is cool. I'll read a book instead. Thanks. Yeah. But, um, oh, it's always hard with the uh, glare on the screens as well. Mm. Um, I used to find that. I used to take my DS with me everywhere. But you just end up in a bad seat and you're like, I can't even see yeah. the screen. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, then another t- the two upgrades that I think are for people that want to play in handheld mode or with pe- other people in handheld mode as well. So there's the new and improved kickstand, which I quite like. I think it's a good addition. Um, so yeah. instead of just being the flimsy little strip of plastic on the back, it's now pretty much the whole length of the Switch and can be set at different angles as well. So that's I think that's pretty cool for for people that, that do take their Switch out and maybe sit it up out outside somewhere and play with a couple of people. So I think that's a good yeah. addition. Yeah, no, I agree entirely. Mm. That definitely needed an upgrade and mm. certainly not something that uh, would have cost them a lot of money to do. So why yeah. not add it in? That's right. And, and then there was the audio improvements as well, which is once again a good thing. But for me, like, if for the very few times that I have taken the, the Switch into handheld mode and played it in handheld mode... I've wanted headphones because I've been playing for myself and I haven't wanted to bother other people around. So the new audio improvements, once again, are a good idea. But if you're going to be playing with friends, I sort of more see people playing with on the TV with friends rather than, yeah. oh, hello, we're, we're in the middle of the the CBD or something and we're just catching up for drinks. Oh, look, I've got my Switch. Let's pull it out and have, have some games, you know. Yeah, yeah, I've never done that before. No. <laughs> the, the closest I came was I went away camping with a mate once and m- me and him were there on the Friday night and then his wife and kids were coming down the next day. So that that Friday night we played a few games of Mario Party around the Switch around oh, just in in our little camper trailer just That's pretty yeah. Cool. It was it was pretty cool, but that's about the only time I've done anything like that and yeah, it was uh, uh- I just remember PAX last, uh, not last year, the year before, where everybody had their mm-hmm. switches with them, and you were queuing up for anything. Everybody had their switches yep. out, which was very, very cool. Yeah, see that work that works for me, and it's in the right environment where people are going to go, "Oh, cool, you've got a switch. What games you're playing and stuff like that." So that that works for me. Um, uh, it's, it's socially acceptable, so it's all right. That's so, it. But you're not going to whip it out at the pub, is that what you're? No, saying? that's that's definitely definitely not going to whip it out at the pub. <laughs> Not, not going to carry like a four hundred dollar bit of tech around in a pub with me because generally, when I go to the pub, things are a little bit uh, liquid, shall we say? A yeah. bit messy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, just not. I wouldn't want to be looking after a switch all night. That's for sure. Um, um, I used to catch up with a group of friends at the pub for after work drinks, and mm. we'd sit at a back corner table and all take out our switches and be showing each other. Oh wow. Like, things on games and stuff yeah mm. uh, anyway uh, that's probably the difference between uh yeah, having that higher um uh expendable income where you're not as worried about damage well, but we're also far away from the action yeah too, and so. not so much that but your friends are there with your play and i'm guessing they had their own switches as well did they yeah or, yeah, yeah, so yeah everybody had their own switch out so so apart from like oh. the catch-ups we do with the the goa crew um, I don't think I've, I, there'd be anybody that would want me to take the switch out if we were going somewhere. So oh. it's yeah, it probably probably a bit down to my my group of friends as well. Not that they don't like games; I like games, but just not to that uh, that level. Uh, I'm, I'm very thankful that most of my my friend circles are understanding that I'm a gamer. 
they mm. have to deal with me kind of doing that yeah. kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> cool uh the last one that the video talked about but not the last feature that that um the new switch has but and i'm a little bit curious why they chose to highlight this one so much is that the new new oled switch is getting a um, network port on the dock and yeah it's it's utterly baffling i can mm. only think that maybe in other international markets that would be useful for some reason well i mean and don't get me wrong it's useful and i don't mind having it because i'm one of those people i've always preferred wired connections if i have the option my console will be connected via a cable rather than wi-fi but the fact that they displayed it so prominently is kind of baffling to me especially considering that they've doubled the storage space from the og switch so you're getting 64 gig now instead of 32 gig which still and they didn't talk about that. no that, that's well, right that, that was like that, that yeah. was not in the video at all so you had to go through the specs of uh of of the the new switch to go oh cool it's got more storage i like that yeah just leave with I that nintendo to... yeah yeah i want to ask you just because i hadn't looked into it as thoroughly as you have mm. have they fixed the fact that it, there's no microphone i don't it's, think it's so I, I think there's still oh. no microphone Oh my I, god! <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen on, anything officially, but I don't remember seeing anything on the um, on the on the tech specs about it. Let me just have another quick look, just in case. Yeah, man, um, that's that's the biggest disappointment for me because I don't know how, if you played any of the DS games that had the mic stuff built into it, but so many amazing moments with yelling objection into my DS. And like blowing into the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> the different game. I do remember one where I was, I think it was Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks, and there was a bit there where you had to, um, the, some character wanted you to, to yell into the microphone and he'd make something cheaper. And yeah. I've sort of gone half hearted, ah, just, just like that though, nothing really, really loud. And then right afterwards, it says, that was really good. But I bet you feel stupid because, you know, you could have just blown on the microphone and gotten the same effect. And like that line almost verbatim was in the game. It was. Wow. Yeah. This, completely fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Yeah. Gamma, thank you so much for that mub. 27 months for that sub. Wow. That's thank you, crazy. Gamma. That's mm. awesome. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I'm trying to bring up the specs to see to just double check and confirm that there was no microphone. But yeah, I mean, oh, I that's guess right be... because yeah, I, I don't know why. But the Nintendo website last night, I was trying to get on there to look up specs. Did not like Chrome. Switched over to Edge, was fine, and I have no idea oh, why. And I don't I, some I, kind I, of illusion between or, Nintendo and Microsoft. Oh, probably more something to do with my computer. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so actually, here's one thing I found really curious because I was com trying to compare stats on like size and weight between the the OG Switch and the um, OLED model. Um, yeah. So they're the same width, the same uh, sorry, the same depth, the same height, but with the Joy Cons attached, the OLED Switch is 0.1 inch smaller. I, th I think it was 0.1 inch smaller or 0.1 inch bigger. So there was yeah that point one inch difference with the Joy Cons on. With the Joy Cons off, they were the same. So it's like these oh. yeah, it's it was just seemed like a really weird sort of thing to be different on. 
Yeah, that is strange. That is very mm. strange. Oh. And and like because because with with the the new screen they're um they're just getting rid of some of the the framing the around the side yeah. yeah so it's still going to be the same sort of size well it is going to be the same size but yeah it was just a little bit weird um but a little bit hev- did... heavier too I think than the than the switch forward sorry what was that Natty you're gonna oh I was just about to say like I, I guess the other couple of criticisms that we've really been seeing around because it's the the OLED screen it's only up to 720 p still 720 yeah, yeah, yeah. on handheld mm. out to 1080 on docked but yep. no 4k which is just okay once again um, I'm, the, I'm not i'm not that worried about doesn't bother you no well especially in handheld mode right that screen is that small anything bigger than 720p you're probably not going to see a comparable difference anyway um yeah. And even, I always tell the story, a few years ago, I went from, I think I had a 42-inch TV to a 65-inch TV. And that's the first time I've been able to see an appreciable difference between standard definition and high-definition TV, let alone 4K on top of that again, too. And that might be more more an indication of the quality of my eyes, but it's, (laughs) uh, but yeah, just to me, and that sort of thing has always sort of been, I don't know, I've always been more less concerned i guess about graphics at the end of the day like when yeah. people talk about you know 4k and and 60 fps and all that sort of stuff and going yeah it's nice but the speedrunner in me comes out and goes if you've got 60 frames per second you've just got you know one half of the amount of time as opposed to a 30 frames per second to perform a one frame trick you know <laughs> it's... oh i like that i like that mm-hmm. I, I mean i guess the other thing that really came to the forefront is that they're not updating that chip. That's that's the big one. Like, and so you know things like frame rate drops, where if you were playing Breath of the Wild and the grass was bustling and you were getting kind of slight drops in handheld mode and things like that, it would have been mm. really nice if they could have uh, bumped that up just a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's. It's such a mere upgrade for this, isn't it? Like, even the battery's the same from the Switch. It's still the same battery, so you're not getting any uh, more battery life or getting ex- any extra playtime or faster charging. It's still the same battery. It's... Yeah. yeah. And... The only good thing that has come out of this upgrade is the memes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the funny oh, memes yeah. in the videos. Yeah. Like this, like somebody talking to Nintendo, just being like, oh, you know, it'd be really good, like an upgraded processor. And That's it. I got your dog. I got and... your dog. Here's a network port. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, we're going to find out that, like, I don't know some region somewhere that's really useful. Maybe all mm. their wild like Wi-Fi is just the worst, and so plugged yeah. is the way to go. The other thought I had was if they're going to try and make Pokemon Unite, like, seriously an eSport, oh, yeah. maybe they'll have, to, like, have handheld, like, divisions versus docked divisions. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's and, and actually... And people could have handheld plugged in. I, I don't know. That's actually <laughs> an interesting point. But for most people that, that I've spoken to, Pokemon Unite, because that's the MOBA, isn't it? The yeah. The Pokemon yeah, yeah. MOBA. Most people I've I've sort of spoken to about it have um or in the impressions that I'm getting is this is going to be 
um, an Asian, more an Asian thing than it, because that's po combining Pokemon and MOBA would be huge in Asia. Like the Western market, not so much. You'll probably get some people playing it because of um, it's Pokemon. Like, hell, I'm thinking of giving it a go because it's Pokemon, you yeah. know? But um, <laughs> I don't know. I, th I feel like it's probably something, and, and particularly when they did that presentation in partnership with Tencent, I feel like that's not just aimed at Asia, but China specifically. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. It and it feels yeah, and and I just I just think that adding a a, um, a network port because that's what we were talking about, not just Pokemon Unite. I lost my train of thought <laughs> for a second there. Um, that's all right. We'll look back. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I just feel like if you're going to do it there, like Asia's uses their mobile data a lot, and I feel like a network port's wasted in that region. Mm. Yeah, it's um. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like having it because, like I said, if I can plug it in via cable, I will. But it just yeah, mm. it seems an, an odd choice to not not just add in to an upgraded model, but to be one of the four Ooh. selling points you put in a video. Now, you're a bit more techie than me. Mm. So through a LAN port, could you connect it to a PC for streaming? I don't think so. Okay. I, I didn't think so either, but I was just trying to think, like, where where is the value? Like, Yeah. The, the, the main value would be faster speeds. And I don't, I, unless, like we were talking about before we started, Nintendo's got some wacky side project that can use that port as well. I, yeah. Like, you know, your Game Boy Advance oh, Link cables yeah, yeah. Or, or stuff like that. I that could possibly be a reason, but that's that's like some pretty severe speculation right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, mm. man, I just... I was thinking the other day when I think Pete was chatting about um, tech advancements and mm. stuff, I was thinking back to when the um, Nintendo released the Pulse thing that could assess your pulse oh, yeah. while you were playing yeah. and how they've kind of got a little bit of that tech built into um, Ring Fit. And I was just mm. thinking, oh, yeah, maybe... Yeah, we could be looking at some other things that plug into there, maybe. Mm. And, and it's, it's definitely not not a um, not not an out there idea. Like, look at some of the projects they've done over, like most recently, well, not most recently, but recently, Labo or Labo or however you say it. Mm. And I had a, I was watching someone put some together on a stream one day, and there because there was a piano one, and you're thinking, oh yeah, the you press the keys on the, the cardboard piano and it's going to play, um, it's going to make the switch play music or something like that. No, it makes the Joy-Cons vibrate at a specific frequency that it plays that note. It's, yeah. yeah. So there's some <laughs> weird stuff out there and I'm all for weird because like you do weird, you get a Wii, you know, one of the best yeah, selling consoles yeah, yeah. of all time or you get some... You get some strange stuff too, like the Super Nintendo Online stuff that was only available at a certain time on a Friday night in Japan because Nintendo, <laughs> yeah, Nintendo would instead of going to like an internet provider, Nintendo would go on to like a TV station or a radio station or something like that. So what they bought was wasn't just like here upload it to the internet. It was they bought broadcast time. So. Oh. So wow. they could only broadcast, yeah, the Satellaview Gamma, that's the one, um, 
Yeah, so the only time that they could broadcast this signal was during this bit that they had bought. So that was like every Friday evening in Japan, yeah. Man. All right, well, fingers crossed something exciting comes out of Mm. it. The the only thing I do like about it is the colour. Yes, I do like the white. I, saw, and, I think I saw uh, Ruby Plays tweeting today that is it is it bad that I want to buy it just because it's white and it'll match my well, aesthetic? Here's um, an interesting note for you that I think um, I, I don't know if Nintendo actually officially sort of said this, but the OLED model releases on the 8th of October and that is the date mm-hmm. that Metroid Dread releases. And that's what a colour scheme is, the colour scheme of the Emmy which is that thing you see chasing around Samus and all the trailers. So yeah. that that's the colour scheme of the Emmy. So it sort of all ties in there a bit. Yeah. It does. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, oh, well, and look, hopefully I, Nintendo brings some surprises for us. Yeah. And it, like, there's a little bit of hope I still have that there's something more coming because um, Nintendo Switch OLED model is a terrible name. It surely, yes. <laughs> surely, if you've got like a good name for it, like your Super Super Nintendo Switch or your your Switch Pro, like even Switch Pro's better than the OLED model. That's just yeah. yeah. That, so the the only bit that sort yeah. of gives me a little bit of hope is that they're saving the good name for whatever release comes later, and it's because of like oh. chip shortages and and COVID working conditions COVID that they haven't been able to get it to a spot that they want but they've got enough there and people have been talking about it for long enough that they've gone, let's just release something. That, that's, that's an interesting theory. Yeah, and it's a little bit of hope that I'm holding on to, but I'm not holding my breath either. <laughs> All right, so bets on maybe for a Switch, new Switch Pro. <laughs> yeah, starting the rumours now, people. Let's go. Let's we'll start the <laughs> new Switch Pro or, or new, new Nintendo Switch OLED model. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, God. Uh, let's let's go with some 3ds naming conventions. Right? Oh, uh, well, I'm sort of going to do the Switch XL. Yeah, oh, the Switch XL, or yeah, the new new Switch XL, or the and and don't forget about Light because that's kind of like the Switch Light's kind of like the 2ds. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, we can, we can move on. I think. Yeah. I I am kind of interested though in um. In seeing Pokemon Unite, we were talking about that a little bit before because it's uh, mm. it it does sort of tickle my fancy and and like especially the sort of esports implications around that. Like it it seems yeah. it seems like a game that would be really good in that front and would be really cool to see it in action. Oh uh, yeah, I'm very excited as somebody whose like first MOBA experience was the Lord of the Rings MOBA. Um, I didn't even know they and- made one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was one on. I think we were playing it on Xbox 360. I want to say, um, and I mm. just had no idea what a MOBA was. But yeah. I was running around and like doing area of effect things yeah. and thinking I was being helpful and probably <laughs> just upsetting everyone. Well, look, I'm helping. <laughs> Yay, I'm helping. I can heal the towers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very thankfully, I'm a bit more mature in my gaming mm. um, experience with MOBAs now, but um, I, I'm always going to be attracted to those kind of licensed yeah. things. So even like League, even League of Legends, I look at that and like all the lots and lots of watching we've done, especially over MSI with Pentanet.gg getting in there, and that mm. game 
is amazing to watch. Even like I know the basics, I don't know the ins and outs, but it's still incredibly fun to watch, and it's just like super exciting. And I just hope that uh, Pokemon Unite can get a bit of that as well. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. We'll have to see. Who knows? Yeah. It's Nintendo. That's Who it. knows? That's it. And. Yeah, Big Chubb's not not an esports channel, but we got a bit of esports news that we were segueing into there quite seamlessly. We I think, were. yeah, yeah. We were trying to do it slyly, but now yeah. we'll just like crash. Jump right in. in now that now that you've you've yeah pulled back the curtain, we'll just go straight for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, for anybody who was on Twitter today and is an esports fan in Australia, you probably saw the news that the um, Melbourne Esports Open has been. Um, They've, wait, they've decided not to run it. They've, they were very specific not to use the word cancelled, but mm. uh, my headline says cancelled. But um, Well, yeah, and, sorry, and this is slightly off topic, but can you really cancel an annual event? So it's it'll come back next year. And oh, so, I see. Because like, I, I have that sort of argument with people, because like, my health provider in Western Australia is called HBF. And they made a big song and dance last year about cancelling their annual rate rises, that they weren't postponing it or whatnot. But it didn't stop them from putting up their rates this year and go, well, can you really call it a cancelling when you're just going to do it anyway? So that's. Yeah. Um, yeah. But back onto the esports, like, yeah, it, you can. I know they. Cancelling's a harsh term and they don't. I can see why they don't want to use it. Um, yeah. But I, I hope that they, they get something off the ground a bit later on as well, or maybe next yeah. year, or maybe even see if they can try and pivot to a digital event. Yeah, well, I think mm. that is kind of where they're leaving the framework for. They don't mm. want to say cancel because it come, could come back in some other form. Um, it could be, come back earlier because normally it runs in the later half of the year, so maybe they've run mm. it in the earlier part of the year. Um, who really knows? But I, I think... Um, what this has really struck fear in everybody's hearts about is PAX coming up. Because yeah. we, we had the announcement that Formula One was uh, mm. uh, cancelled and mm. the MotoGP was cancelled. Now we've got the MEO cancelled. So is uh, PAX potentially next mm. on, the, on the chopping block? Yeah. The MotoGP and Formula One, not like I don't see their cancellations as affecting local stuff because like Formula One in particular said that one of the overriding factors for not going ahead was because they've got to get all their international people over and then quarantine for two weeks and it's going to be a huge expense. So I, to, to me, the bigger cancellation and impact that PAX may or may not go ahead is MEO being cancelled because that's yeah. an, an Australian event in Melbourne and if that's cancelled, at the moment, and I think when when was it due to run? Was it August? Uh, October. Oh, October. oh, in October. Well, that makes it even worse for uh, for Paxton. I think they'll be looking very hard at that, and I wouldn't be surprised to see an online event for Pax this year as well. Yeah. Oh, it makes me cry. All of it, just in on my, like on the inside. I'm, this year was a year where I was going to have a bit of flexibility with my leave. Mm. I was going to be able to go to the MEO and Pax and all yeah. these things, and now it's like. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. it's not all hope is lost. We could have, um, you know, online events popping up, which, mm. you know, everybody knows isn't the same. If you read Zulu's After Dark article yeah. we released a couple of weeks ago, we know that online events are not the same as live ones, but 
Uh, it's still a good opportunity mm. to catch up with the community and still that's, enjoy events. So that's right, and um, yeah, there's some doing sessions and whatnot at at um, for an online event because um, as Goa, we put in one uh, about the history of Goa for last year's PAX 2020, and myself and Inferno, who who does lots of writing for the for the Game on Oz website, um, we did one on Star Wars, and I have to say that was pretty cool fun I, mm. like and granted i haven't done a panel at a big big convention before so I, i've got nothing to compare it against but i have been to conventions before and i know the atmosphere in them and yeah that that bit is missing but it was really cool in the way they did it in that you when your um session went up on the pax twitch channel whichever one you were in because they were running three channels you jumped in a discord and you were there to have a chat with anybody that might like to pop in and say hello as well so you could answer some questions and interact with people. And, and that was pretty cool. And I'd watched a couple of sessions like that where in particular there was, I think actually this was a live session where they had some doctors and um, like and about and were talking about people who'd done studies into the psychological impact of gaming. And mm. you could ask them questions and there was a moderator that was taking them to, to the, uh, the panel to, to answer. And it was... It was quite insightful for on that topic, but it was you still had that interaction as well. Yeah, which is which is really good. So, mm. um, the only other thing this really throws into doubt as well is that the uh, LCO split two finals mm. were reportedly happening at MEO, and oh. so now they'll have to find a new home. Yeah, <laughs> whether that's going to be an in-person event, we probably won't mm-hmm. be having that um, now if if uh, MEO has been cancelled but mm. that's kind of another sad thing I think the community was looking forward to being able to go to another in-person event um, similar to how uh, World of Tanks had their recent finals in mm. person I think everybody loved that but yeah just being able to get get out there and see see people and be able to cheer and whatnot like as, uh, once again because I come from more of a sporting background and getting into esports in the last sort of couple of years like the difference between watching the games on TV and with full crowds in there and then hearing, particularly the AFL, where when there's no crowd and they pump in that that canned crowd noise oh. and it's just like, oh, my God, that's, that's like 80 sitcoms canned laughter. It's just, nah, I'm terrible. no good, thanks. I, I don't know if you're a pro wrestling fan, but, you know, for the last uh, year and a half, mm. they've been doing the same with a lot of the pro wrestling yeah. shows, and it's it is just not the same. It is not the same. Yeah, it's, not, it's a toss-up whether I prefer the silence or the canned stuff, though, because the silence is just eerie. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. I feel like you can choose to fill that with whatever you want at home compared to being oh, yeah. forced to listen to yeah. <laughs> hand laughter mm. <laughs> or cheers yeah. in our cases. That's it, yeah. But yeah, it's a, so yeah, it's a sad, uh, sad to see see the in person event get uh, get cancelled. But I'm hoping that they'll be able to get something off the ground and and because it's because there was a lot of different things going on at uh, MEO lots of different tournaments happening lots of different teams involved not not just uh LCO with League of Legends but a lot of different stuff and it, it uh yeah it would have been cool to see them all in the same place yep uh, I'll just go take my sad self yeah that's <laughs> that's it 
But let's let's oh, um a... let's talk about something fun now. What are you playing? Hey, Keith. Um, uh, I mentioned it um, in our team meeting on Monday. Mm. Um, there's been like um, some new music coming out, and I've got myself st stuck on recreating all the songs in uh, the Animal Crossing oh, um, Island uh, Tune Maker. So I'm, oh, I'm nice. legit sitting with my Switch in bed, like composing music yeah. on me, a very basic <laughs> island tune creator. That's pretty cool. <laughs> God. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm, you know, similar to you, very like into music and stuff mm. like that. So it's a way for me to be able to get into it without having to, you know, get out my door or mm. pull out an instrument or something. So yeah. nice and quick and easy, but still nice and musical. Mm. Um, other than that, uh, Team Fight Tactics mm. is uh, gearing up for their kind of mid uh, season mix up. They always have a major change at the mid season. So mm. today their uh, testing servers have been updated with the new changes. So have been going in there and having a bit of a play around. Nice. Yeah. No, yeah. I, um, I did want to ask, how's how's Animal Crossing going? Because I know they released some stuff for, for Mario's anniversary, but was there anything else that uh, are they still Not updating any... it or are you just, just playing around in it? Talk, talking about another meme on the um, Animal Crossing Reddit, um, mm -hmm. Do you know that meme that's got Anakin and... Uh, yeah, Padme, yeah. Padme, yeah. thank you. Oh, I've, shoot me for not remembering that. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, Anakin's uh, Nintendo mm -hmm. and Padme oh. is saying, uh, is Animal Crossing yeah. fans? So mm -hmm. Nintendo comes up and Animal Crossing fans say, oh, updates, Nintendo's giving us updates and Nintendo's like, it's a land port on the new Switch. Yeah. And, oh, then it's got the sad Padme face. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not updates for Animal Crossing. Um, so I th the first year after release, they did have a whole lot of updates just mm. because there was all the seasonal stuff. So yeah. when we had our summer hit, you could go swimming around the island. That was a new, new update that came out. But there hasn't really been... A lot of major stuff happening mm. now that we're kind of coming into the the second year just yeah little things like the mario update things like that yeah. but um uh yeah i i must admit i haven't really touched animal crossing in about six months mm. so it's kind of a nice excuse to pull it out again and, yeah. and get some play time in mm. um i think otherwise for my switch i've just been playing some just dance still mm -hmm. Nice. How about you? What the... have you been? Uh... Yeah, oh, sorry that yeah, that, that was around. that was a bit more like semaphore than dancing, but that's my yeah. I don't know if you can call just dance dancing dancing. Mm. It's kind of like calling dance dance revolution dancing. It's, it's... Yeah, that's like calling <laughs> guitar guitar hero and rock band. You know, playing instruments as well. Although yeah. I still I still maintain that if you've got the pro drums for Rock Band Four, it is very close to playing real close. drums. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that's probably the closest analog for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, for me, um, I'm still going a bit in the Old Republic as well, doing the daily missions for the Galactic Seasons that they released and getting all excited for the uh, for the the tenth anniversary update coming towards the end of the year they made an announcement on that so they've got a new expansion called legacy of the sith um and actually there's um one thing that i think that the, that's going to be really good in the game is a thing called combat style so when you create a character in 
um, the Old Republic. You can there's four different classes, well, two factions and four classes on each faction, um, and then those each of those classes has two advanced classes, um, and then you can choose a discipline underneath that, and that's what dictates if you're a tank, if you're a healer, or if you're just damage. Um, yeah. So they're introducing a thing called combat styles, which drastically changes the way all those work. So instead of being, you've picked your class, um, you're stuck with these two advanced classes, they're going to open it up. So pretty much any advanced class that makes sense for your character, you can use. And it sounds like you're going to be able to switch between them and have different loadouts. As long as it makes sense for it. So you're not going to have like the force users classes used by non-force users. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah so yeah. the the people the non-force users will have access to all the non-force using classes and the force users will have the force classes. But it means that like you can and and cross faction as well. So six Ah, cool. Yeah. So Imperials can use some of the Republic stuff and which yeah, which I think is pretty cool and sort of mirrors a bit another game that i've been playing in final fantasy 14 because all the mmos that's it yeah (laughs) um but i when i started getting into the final fantasy 14 i'd come with it the old republic was the only mmo i'd ever played so i've gone all right well i want to try and pick my my class carefully so that I end up with some, with a damage one because damage is reasonably straightforward to play you just kill the things until they're dead it's easy, um, but a healer or a tank has, you know, the healer has to worry about keeping people alive, and tank has to worry about keeping the attention of enemies so the damage can do their job and stuff like that. But um, and I ended up with a healer, which I'm actually enjoying a lot more than I thought. Do you normally I would. play support roles in N- in team games, or nope? I no? No, I'm normally a, there's a thing I'm going to kill it. Ah, uh, <laughs> D- DPS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. One thing that FF14 does and that I found out through talking with Nico, who plays a lot lot of uh, that and has wrote a whole heap about it when FF14 was having their big update a while back on GameOnOz.com, um, was that your class in FF14 is dictated by your main weapon. So if your main weapon is that of a healer, then you're a healer. If you hold, if you're holding the weapon of a DPS, then you're a DPS. So, and that you can change that. Uh, so, yeah, you can pretty much change on the fly. And that's also got a, like a loadout system, so you can change your gear depending on what you need to do. That's cool. Yeah, that, yeah. I like uh, flexible systems. It was one of my favorite things when uh, the third Mass Effect game came out, where they're mm. like, "Here, you can just pay some money and reallocate all your points. Yeah, just go for gold." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And and the old republic sort of has something like that called um, field respec, but mm-hmm. under that you could only change your discipline. So there's three disciplines under an advanced class, and if you you couldn't go back and change your advanced class. So being able to pick all those different advanced classes is going to be amazing for the game when that launches. In fact, I think I saw it was on their public test server already. So if you want to see how it works, for I think I think Jedi Guardian was the one that they were doing it on. So, yeah, can see how it works there, and that'll be amazing to see, I reckon. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. How cool is it that game devs do, like, 
put stuff out on public test servers mm. so you can go in and, and see what they're working on and they so can get all cool. the tests started and make things better mm. for the final release. Yeah, it is so cool. Like just being in that little bit ahead of the curve and being able to give feedback on what you think is is works and what you think doesn't. And like that that's supposed to be what early access is on Steam as well. To, so that mm. you know devs can sell their game and you can give some feedback and say yeah this is what we like and maybe the dev will change some things but in the meantime they've also got a bit of cash coming in because that's one of the harder things about game development is not actually seeing any cash until you've sold a game pretty much um yeah yeah so, so i think um yeah so, see being able to be involved in that process as a player and have that feedback i think is a really cool thing mm. Mm. oh well We've both been busy with a bit of gaming then. We have. We have at that. I'm sure there's something else. Like I keep on looking at my stack of games and going, what do I want to play? And then I get distracted and go, oh, look, go back to this other shiny thing. You know? Or go back to what's easy, you know. That, um, but yeah. yeah. Oh, man, like I've got a few, like a couple of like old faithfuls mm. that like oh, I've got a few minutes. Like there's a game on PC called Islanders mm. where you just like build islands but, you know, certain specs you can't build, uh, certain buildings you can't build next to others and mm. you get points depending on what natural resource is nearby anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's Com super relaxing and chill. And comfort I always comfort games. That. Comfort yes. games. Well, I, I mean, it's winter. I feel like it's a perfect mm. time for comfort games. Yeah. <laughs> I have that on my mobile. I've got just got like uh, a couple of games that are pretty much pointless. There's nothing really to them. They just go until they end. And... Mm. Then you can restart again and start making your way up. Like, do you remember the, the 2048 game where you'd like swipe the blocks? You'd start with like two blocks and you'd combine them and they'd go to four and you'd combine the fours and they'd go to eight and you'd keep on going until you got to 2048. Um, and I, that's just one of my favorite games because it's one I can sit there on the phone and just go swipe, swipe, change, send the boxes in various directions and just, yeah, just stuff like that that's mindless that you can just waste some time with. Yeah. Yeah. Because because as we here at Goa are keen to say, it's okay to just game. It absolutely mm. is. Whichever way you game, fun. that's it. Whichever way you game, do it. Ah, <laughs> oh, Simi just said it, she's got that on her watch. <laughs> nice, nice. And if you want a game on your watch, go for it. Hey, mm. Simi, I have, do have a very important though question though. Does it run Doom? Ah, yes. The age-old question. Yeah, everything needs well, to render. It, or, or Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, if you want to go the other directions, does Crisis melt it? I think that, that might be about it for... Uh, for the podcast section of of tonight, it is. Yeah. yeah, we can uh, let you get going. Jump into some yeah. gaming. What are you planning to play tonight? I think it's going to have to be Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm just really enjoying that, so I'm going to uh, continue with some leveling in that and and uh, going on my way there. What about you? Well, it's an hour and a half later for you, isn't it? So it's got to be getting it close is. to seven thirty. Yeah, nearly seven thirty. I haven't had dinner yet. Oh, so. there you go. Food first, and then uh, I'm I haven't watched any of Loki yet. I'm thinking oh, about maybe uh, doing a bit of catch up. So. That's the only problem with Wednesday nights is that Loki comes out on Wednesday nights, and I have to try very very hard on Twitter not to see anything until I get a chance to watch it. Yeah, yeah. 
Spoiler free, guys. Spoiler yeah, spoiler free. free. No spoilers, thank you. Blind run of Loki. Um, All right, we'll have a wonderful night, Jim. Thank you, Natty. You too. Enjoy your dinner, and I'm sure you'll be making some more songs in Animal Crossing very shortly. I, I will be, for sure. <laughs> All right.